This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Eight degrees now and a partly cloudy sky. Two more Memphis police officers are being disciplined following the death of Tyree Nichols. Memphis police say Officer Preston Hempel was relieved of duty soon after the arrest of Tyree Nichols. Fox TV affiliate WHBQ in Memphis confirmed Hempel was seen on body cam footage tasing Nichols. A seventh officer also relieved of duty, but the department isn't naming them yet. Five other officers face murder charges. Also, the Memphis Fire Department said they fired emergency medical technicians Robert Long and Jamichael Sandridge and Fire Lieutenant Whitaker in connection with Nichols' death. An investigation showed they violated multiple protocols when it came to treating the injuries Nichols had suffered. Jill Nato, Fox News. Wichita Mayor Brandon Whipple tells KNSS News the fatal police beating of that man in Memphis, Tennessee was, quote, so unfortunate. Whipple says it reveals the dark side of humanity. He says the city of Wichita tries to train employees to respect the public. The goal is to to stay growing, stay improving, keep your ear to the ground when it comes to uh, how, you know, how, how the public is interacting with folks uh, who, who are either police, fire, public works, uh, and uh, take that feedback and, again, try to improve that customer service. Whipple commented during Mondays with the mayor on the Steve and Ted of the Morning Show on KNSS. A Wellington woman has died following a weekend car chase in West Wichita. Saturday morning, Sedgwick County Sheriff's deputies attempted to make a traffic stop on Kellogg Drive, but the driver refused to stop and sped off. The car crashed at Hoover and Taft. A 22-year-old man was driving, and he was taken to a hospital with minor injuries. A passenger in the car was identified as 38-year-old Lindsay Garman of Wellington. She died at a hospital. The driver has been booked on multiple charges, including suspicion of first-degree murder in the commission of a felony. A police pursuit of a stolen vehicle ended with a rollover crash near Clearwater. Police had began Monday afternoon in Wellington, but was called off. And Conway Springs police then continued the chase and were able to deploy stop sticks and the driver attempted to run over one of the officers. Clearwater Police Chief Kirk Ives says shots were fired, and the chase continued until the stolen car rolled over near Clearwater. I've been doing this for over 20 years, so I've seen lots of accidents and things, but fleeing and leaving is pretty common anymore these days, unfortunately. Uh, But our flock cameras that are around the counties, especially Sumner County and also Sedgwick County, are really helping with a lot of that. The man who was driving has been arrested. A woman and child were in the car with him. There were no injuries. The Kansas City Chiefs are Super Bowl bound, and fans are planning their trip to Glendale, Arizona. Experts recommend to book everything early. If you're planning to drive, Sean Stewart with AAA Kansas says you're looking at about 16 hours on the road. As you head down uh, through New Mexico and Arizona, uh, the gas prices are higher. So just look at those and factor in how many tanks you think you would need to fill up uh, in your particular vehicle to calculate your travel costs. And while an Allegiant flight on uh, February 10th is already full, Delta has added a direct flight from Wichita to Phoenix at a cost of around $2,800. Priscilla Presley filed legal documents in Los Angeles Superior Court last week. 
over who runs her late daughter Lisa Marie Presley's estate. The court filing disputes the validity of Lisa Marie Presley's living trust, which includes a 2016 amendment that removes her mother and a former business manager as trustees. Lisa Marie's two oldest children, Riley Keough and Benjamin Keough, would replace them in the event of her death or if she became incapacitated. Priscilla Presley claims the trust is invalid due to several issues, including a failure to notify her of the change and a typical signature from Lisa Marie Presley and a lack of a witness or notary. There's been no comment yet from Riley Keough. Benjamin Keough died by suicide in 2020. Lisa Marie Presley, the only child of Elvis Presley, died on January 12th at the age of 54. Laura Cantor, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 6.04, four minutes past six o'clock. Steve and 10 in the morning here, KNSS, 6.09 now, nine minutes past six o'clock. Boeing bids farewell to an icon today. It's delivering its final 747 jumbo jet. Since it debuted in 1969, the 747 has served as a cargo plane, a commercial aircraft capable of carrying nearly 500 passengers, and the Air Force One presidential aircraft. It revolutionized international travel, but over the past 15 years, Boeing and its European rival Airbus have introduced more profitable and fuel-efficient wide-body planes with two engines instead of 747's four. The final plane is the 1574th built by Boeing, in the Puget Sound region of Washington State, it's being delivered to cargo carrier Atlas Air. The White House reveals it plans to scale back its COVID emergency powers in a few months. Fox's Kevin Cork reports. The White House says it will end two national COVID emergencies May 11th of this year, more than three years after they were enacted. The announcement comes in response to House Republicans' push to immediately end both the public health and national emergencies. The White House claims that ending the emergencies abruptly would result in, quote, wide-ranging chaos and uncertainty. But House Republicans are already claiming victory with Majority Leader Steve Scalise writing in a statement, the White House caves to House Republicans, going on to say the vast majority of Americans have returned to work and resumed their lives months ago. Yet the Biden administration has lagged behind, attempting to keep things shut down under the guise of COVID. Police are trying to get to the bottom of a mystery at the Dallas Zoo. Some animals have gone missing while another one was killed. Two emperor tamarind monkeys were taken from the zoo Monday. This after the recent suspicious death of an endangered vulture and a leopard went missing. No arrest been made and police have not said whether the incidents are linked. The facility was closed on January 13th and a day-long search conducted when a clouded leopard went missing. Nova was eventually found near her habitat. Police say a tool had been used to cut an opening in its fencing. A similar gash was also found in an enclosure of Langer monkeys none got out. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. A Florida sheriff is facing a lawsuit over his social media posts. You've heard of the game show Wheel of Fortune. Brevard County Sheriff Wayne Ivey uses his Facebook account to spoof the television show, only he calls it Wheel of Fugitives. It's an effort to raise public awareness of those fleeing law enforcement. But David Gay says he was featured in a post but wasn't on the lam. He was in jail at the time on a domestic battery charge. Gay says he lost his job because of Sheriff Ivy's social media claim. He's now suing for $50,000. Tom Graham, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 612. 12 minutes past 6 o'clock. Traffic so far this morning here in the Wichita area has actually been looking pretty good. 
Haven't seen any big problems out there just yet in traffic. However, one thing we are noticing is uh, the gasoline prices. A lot of places, it's still three nineteen a gallon. I did spot three oh nine a gallon gasoline, and I did see that at uh, a station on South Hydraulic, north of I one thirty five down there in South Wichita. Traffic update. From 98.7 at 13.30 KNSS, I'm Jad Chambers. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Temperatures fell into the single digits here in Wichita early on. We expect to be partly sunny today. We'll likely be in the low 20s by lunchtime, 27 for the high this afternoon. Clouding up overnight, shallow 13, then mostly sunny. Not as cold on Wednesday with a high 38. We'll likely reach 50 by Thursday. I'm KNSS meteorologist and holiday. Now partly cloudy, 10 degrees and a north wind at 6 miles per hour last hour. Our temperature reading was 8 degrees. Good morning, Ted Woodward. Hey there. Any way you put it, it's cold. Very cold out there. Today is Tuesday, January 31st. Obviously the last day in January this year. With another cloudy, breezy, very cold day across central Kansas Monday. Wichita's high temperature, temperature was a blistering 20 degrees. Normal high for the date, 45. And on this date in 1949, an Arctic invasion overwhelmed the north-central United States. Great Falls, Montana, saw truly great falls in temperature, going from 62 degrees to 23 below zero. Ooh, an 85-degree plunge in just 36 hours. And on this date in 1918, Erica Chile received its first measurable rainfall since October 1903, a period of almost 14 and a half years. Mm. 14 and a half years with no with, with measurable nothing. rain. Yeah. That's Yikes. the longest dry spell on record, by the way. That was in Chile in 1918. All right, on this date in 1958, the United States entered the space age with its first successful launch of a satellite, Explorer 1, from Cape Canaveral. Explorer 1. Explorer 1. We were in space. And the race was on. And from that humble beginning, in just 11 years, we landed on the moon yeah. with men, mm-hmm. with astronauts. Wow. What did Explorer 1 do? I'm not sure it did anything. I don't it had a satellite or a Sputnik or, you know, anything on it. I'm not sure. 1958, President Eisenhower was really upset. He wanted us to get, get up with the Russians, catch up with the Russians in a hurry. Well, yeah, they had something up there already. Yeah. COVID-19 precautions wiped out most New Orleans Mardi Gras festivities in 2021. And a shortage of police officers forced the city to shorten routes for some of its lavish seasonal parades in 2022. Now, city officials and business owners are celebrating plans to let the good times roll on longer routes and in front of businesses that welcome the crowds. Mayor LaToya Cantrell, Interim Police Superintendent Michelle Woodfork, and Sheriff Susan Hudson have officially announced that the parade routes are being lengthened thanks to agreements with other law enforcement agencies that will help New Orleans police beef up parade security. When is a Mardi Gras parade, Ted? Well, we're a couple weeks out. Still, it's in in February, right? Probably two weeks from today, I would imagine. Yeah. The driver of a car that plunged off a treacherous cliff in Northern California, seriously injuring himself, his wife, and their two children, has been charged with attempted murder. Darmish A. Patel also faces enhancements for great bodily injury and domestic violence in the January 2nd crash. That's according to a statement from San Mateo County District Attorney Steve Wagstaff. He says Patel's wife, who remains hospitalized, was screaming 
about her husband's intentionality to paramedics after they rappelled down the 250-foot cliff to rescue the family. Rescuers initially hailed the family's survival as a miracle. Well, it seems like it's still a miracle, but it wasn't an accident, according, according to what the police were saying. The husband tried to kill everybody. Yeah. Have you seen any video of that? I mean, that is a, I don't know I've how not. they survived. 250 feet, I don't know how they survived. Uh, hmm, wow. Um, hey, uh, yes, sir. What you got? A little while ahead. ago, you guys asked uh, what Explorer One did. Explorer One. What was the, what was the mission there? Uh, well, well, there wasn't a specific mission. There was a lot of different scientific instruments on board Explorer One, though. One of them was a cosmic ray detector, and it actually discovered the Van Allen radiation belts. Okay. So there you go. Uh, well, that's not very fancy. I mean, I'm sure when you were a kid, Mac, you had X-ray specs. Well, do you ever buy X-ray specs no, on no. the back cover saw, of the comic book? No, some advertise that you can see through bathing suits, you know, and stuff like that, right? <laughs> so, that's, that's what was portrayed. All right, here's one for you. A Bangladesh teenager got more than he bargained for while playing a game of hide-and-seek. The 15-year-old fell asleep while hiding inside a sh- shipping container. Oh, well. He ended up locked inside, was found six days later in Charlotte after the container had been shipped to Malaysia. Oh, Malaysia, <laughs> Over 2,300 miles away. The boy was alive but needed medical attention after going without food or water for six days. Ew, man. Officials initially thought the boy was a victim of human trafficking, but eventually he determined it was really just a game of hide-and-seek. And he lost that game, I think. Or maybe he won it. (laughs) He survived it anyway. They finally found him. 618, Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. And it's time for leadoff sports with Ted Woodward this morning, Ted. Yeah, we got a huge game tonight in Lawrence. College men's basketball. Two top ten teams match up again. It's number six, Kansas State, visiting number eight, Kansas. These two are within a game of each other in the Big 12 standings. K-State's in second place right now. KU just a game back in fourth place behind K-State. It's, of course, these teams met two weeks ago in Manhattan. K-State won that game by one point in overtime. Tonight is the rematch in Lawrence. K-State has not had a happy trip back to campus now in a long time. K-State has lost 16 times in a row in Allen Fieldhouse. And the last time K-State beat the Jayhawks twice in a row was 29 years ago. It's been a long time. Wow. K-State is 3-3 three and three on the road. Kansas, however, is 10-1 and one on home court at Allen Fieldhouse. Jayhawks have lost three straight conference games. So they're trying to get back in the win column in the conference. FanDuel has the Jayhawks as a six-and-a-half-point favorite at home. You can listen live to this game on the Kansas Radio Network. Jayhawks coverage begins at 5.30 p.m. The game will tip off at 7 o'clock tonight in Lawrence at Allen Fieldhouse. Listen live to the game on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. We need to pay heed in women's basketball to another great coming out of the state of Kansas. Her name is Taylor Robertson. She's a fifth-year senior at Oklahoma. Is from McPherson, and she is now she has now made more three pointers than any other player in college basketball history. Really, she's made more than five hundred three pointers in her career. Wow, she can she's, shoot. She's done it at a forty four percent clip, <laughs> and in one hundred fifty games fewer than the previous record holder. So, man, that's amazing. Yeah, she's awesome. Taylor Robinson. Where's she from? McPherson. McPherson. That's kind of a basketball hotbed up there, McPherson. Oh, sure it is. For decades and decades. Yeah. And now she's made more three-pointers than any other player in college basketball history. Wow. She's at Oklahoma. 
go to the NBA last night. The Golden State Warriors went on the road down in Oklahoma City, beat the Thunder 128-120, to starting at forward for the Warriors. Former Kansas Jayhawk Andrew Wiggins had 15 points and four rebounds. Golden State is on a three-game winning streak, and the Warriors are in the number five spot right now in the Western Conference. All right, you've got 12 days to plan your Super Bowl party, the Kansas City Chiefs, Philadelphia Eagles, and... Ooh, better save up file that food. The price of food jumping 10.4% the year ago, according to the latest stats from the government. But some items are trending downward. So slide the chicken wings back on the menu for your big soiree. Prices dropping 22% since last year. Go ahead, mix up that fresh guacamole. Avocado prices dropping due to a strong crop. Light up the grill. The cost of sirloin steak sliced by about a dollar per pound over the past year. But it will cost you a lot more to wash it all down. The price of beer up 11%. Soda prices rising 25%. C.J. Papa, Fox News. And a little Shocker basketball history. 40 years ago on this night, Shocker men were on the road in Terre Haute taking on Indiana State. Shocks won that game 89-81. What a night it was for Shocker sophomore Xavier McDaniel. 20 points, 20 rebounds. <laughs> wow. It was the first of nine times in his career he would have a 20-20 night for the Shockers. He was just a sophomore. How about that? <laughs> X-Man with a 20-20. That was 40 years ago on this Amazing. night for Shocker yeah. basketball. Yeah. That's sports with Stephen Tiff. 622 now. Keep it here for Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Flu can be tougher on kids. That's coming up. Stephen Tiff in the morning here on KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 6.30 on this Tuesday morning, 10 degrees. At least 10 people were shot in Lakeland, Florida Monday, two of which are in critical condition. The eight others have non-life-threatening injuries. Lakeland Police Chief Sammy Taylor is explaining what they believe happened in the shooting. The vehicle slowed, it did not stop, and the four windows went down. It appears it was occupied by four shooters in the vehicle. And they started firing from all four windows of the vehicle. Chief Taylor says they found marijuana in the area, although they can't say whether or not it's related to the shooting. Five people were injured in a pair of nightclub shootings during the weekend in Wichita. Saturday morning, a fight broke out at Rock Island Club with shots fired inside the club. Three bystanders injured. Late Saturday night, another shooting took place at the Onyx Nightclub in East Wichita. Two people injured. Wichita Mayor Brandon Whipple says he discussed options with Police Chief Joseph Sullivan. That their security cameras work, making sure that uh, they're checking uh, folks who are coming in, but not just uh, certain folks, but, but all folks. Uh, making sure uh, that they're not over capacity and that if there is any situations that frankly might be brewing, uh, you know, some tense uh, situations, to call uh, for, for officers or for security before those situations become more violent. And the mayor says some of the strategies that can be used include educating youth in school and working with other community leaders. Four people suffered minor injuries after a police car responding to a call with their lights and siren on. This was uh, late the Sunday night, collided with another vehicle at 13th and Mosley. Two officers, a 21-year-old and a nine-month-old, were injured. Injuries minor, again. Kansas Highway Patrol is investigating that. The United States military could face an ammunition shortage if it continues to provide ammunition to Ukraine. U.S. defense officials are trying to cobble together creative solutions to prevent future shortages given the fast burn rate of weapons needed in Ukraine. 
even pulling from U.S. weapons stockpiles in South Korea and Israel. Congressman Adam Smith of the House Armed Services Committee told Shannon Bream on Fox News Sunday he's concerned about keeping up pace with Ukraine's needs. We need to increase that ability to surge when we need it, which means we desperately need to increase our manufacturing base for key weapon systems. The Pentagon is racing to boost its production of 155-millimeter artillery shells by 500 percent within two years, production levels not seen since the Korean War. At the Pentagon, Jennifer Griffin, Fox News. A school district official near Chicago is facing charges relating to the theft of a lot of food. She had a thing for wings, and now she's under arrest. Harvey School District Food Service Director Vera Lydell is accused of stealing $1.5 million worth of food, mostly chicken wings. But it turns out that's an item not served to students because it contains bones. Suspicions were raised when a routine mid-year audit found the district was $300,000 over its annual food budget, despite being only halfway through the academic year. Prosecutors say none of the food was taken to the school district or provided to students. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Cold high pressure is over Kansas, Missouri, and Iowa, and that's keeping these chilly temperatures around for a while but we finally break out of the deep freeze by this time tomorrow. Our high this afternoon, 27, the wind chill hovering near zero, cloudy and 13 overnight with tomorrow's high, 38. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Now partly cloudy, 10 degrees. We have a north wind at 6 miles per hour. 6.34 now, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. The last day of January 2023. The first month of the year. Yeah. Gone. Almost gone. Well, after today. On this date in 1865, the U.S. House of Representatives joined the Senate in passing the 13th Amendment to the United States Constitution, abolishing slavery, sending it to the states for ratification, and the amendment was adopted in December of 1865. The 13th Amendment. Well, it's winter, so where's the snow in New York City? National Weather Service says there hasn't been any measurable snowfall in that city this winter, meaning at least one-tenth of an inch accumulating on the ground in New York City. have been some flurries throughout the autumn and early winter, but reaching January 30th without any accumulation of snow on the ground sets a new record for Highly the unusual. Big Apple. Yeah. Last, <coughs> excuse me, last time New York made its this long without a measurable snowfall was 1973, when uh, New Yorkers had to wait until January 29th. To get measurable snowfall. I, I'm not a big fan of snowfall, so I don't <laughs> I don't care. Ira Bob Bourne, a candy company executive known as the father of peeps for mechanizing the process to make marshmallow chicks, has died. He was 98. That's according to officials at Just Bourne Quality Confections, the 100-year-old family company, family-owned company, Bourne led for much of his life. Bob Bourne graduated from Lehigh University with a degree in engineering physics. He saw the potential for marshmallow candies and helped design and build a machine to make them in less than six minutes. The company's current machines, which are still based on Bob Bourne's design, now pump out 5.5 million peeps per day. What? Wow. Five and a half million peeps per day. I'm not sure that I've, I'm sure I've eaten a peeps. Have you? 
Well, somebody little, must be like eating. A little, if they're little, making five and a half million of them a day, somebody must be eating. This one looks like a little chicken, and there's been yeah. four but They're disgusting. A, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure, sure. I think I probably, I probably tried almost every candy, though, when I was growing up, but I don't remember eating Peeps. Very popular at Easter time, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Okay. My dad is a Peeps fan. Well, he's a, he's, he's, he's a the one eating the five and a half million. He, he's no. A, and <laughs> let, me, let me tell you something kind of odd about it. If it's, if it's fresh, if it's been made kind of recently... No bueno. They got to be a little, little old, a little more stale for them to be any good, apparently. But there's, I think there's a staleness limit because I, well, at somebody well. gave him some that were stale enough that he couldn't. Sounds disgusting. Couldn't quite choke them down. <laughs> they got uh, green mold growing on. Maybe that's, or maybe it was just the weird. I think I think they were coffee peeps. There, there's weird flavors oh, of yeah, them out there yeah. too. So, all right. Well, I'm interesting to know that your dad is a peeper. Uh, <laughs> is Tom ready to go? Yeah. <laughs> 6.37 now, Stephen, in the morning here on KNSS. It's time for our commodities update with, with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Steve and Ted, and I'm here to dig you out of that hole, Steve. <laughs> oh, thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> the cattle complex had a great session of upside Monday, especially the live cattle futures. New contract highs were made in the live cattle April, August, October, and December contracts, along with the April and June contracts of 2024. We also saw August feeders make a new contract high yesterday. Last week, the average Kansas steer price was up a dollar from the previous week at 155.91, and for the first time in a very, very long time, we saw Kansas steers bringing more money than the North feed yards in Nebraska, Iowa, and Minnesota. Lean hog futures traded and closed two sided yesterday. Day. On the close, April live cattle two dollars fifty two cents higher, one sixty three thirty five. March feeders up forty five cents at one eighty three ninety two, and April lean hog seven cents higher at eighty six fifty two. The wheat corn and soybean, along with soy meal futures, all traded higher than they did a week ago, and also closed on the positive side yesterday. End of the month positioning, along with dry weather forecast for Argentina and ideas that China is reopening after their week-long holiday, was price supportive. Now, we saw an updated winter wheat condition rating come out yesterday that showed Oklahoma conditions decline from the first of the year. Kansas and Texas improved slightly. At the moment, March Kansas City wheat's nine cents lower at eight sixty-four and three quarters. March corn two cents lower at six eighty-one and three quarters. March soybeans down five and a quarter at fifteen dollars thirty cents. March crude oil trading eighty cents lower at seventy-seven dollars ten cents. February gold down twenty dollars and ninety cents at nineteen hundred two dollars. March S&P nine and a half points lower at four thousand twenty-three. March dollar index fifteen cents higher at one hundred two dollars and twenty-three cents. And March Dow Jones futures. 117 points lower at 33,668. For commodity trading or ag marketing advisory, contact Leffler Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866-GO-TO-TOM. Wait, wait. China has a week-long holiday? Why don't we have that? (laughs) I think we've got enough holidays as it is. You know, when the end of the year and the first of the year rolls around in my business, we have, uh, I think it's three weeks of only four days of trading taking place. Well, but that's not like a, a whole week for one holiday. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. That's their celebration of their Lunar, yeah, lunar New lunar Year. New Year. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, you were mentioning a, a cattle production there. Which state has is, is tops when it comes to, to, uh, to beef and beef production? 
Uh, I believe Texas That'd is still Texas. ahead of Kansas. That'd be with all that range down there. There's a lot of area, right? Well, it's not so much a lot of area. Uh, the biggest thing that makes a difference on who's got the most cattle is the concentration of feed yards. Really? Okay. Yeah, because you'll be surprised one of the very top uh, cow herd uh, states is Florida. Really? Okay. Yeah. Western Panhandle, Florida's got a lot of cows. <laughs> the Western Panhandle, over there where all those, like Pensacola and all those great beaches are, and they got all those cows there too? Yep. Well, I've been to the beach down there in, in Florida a couple times. I never saw any cows at the beach, so they must have <laughs> pretty good pretty good fences down there as well, huh? <laughs> right? I've never been there, so I have no idea. You haven't? Oh, you got to go. You gotta, oh, yeah. You got to go to the beach. It's not like a beach in Kansas. Uh, the beach in Pensacola is white sand, like like salt. And the water is almost perfectly clear, but there's just a little bit of an aqua hue to it. <laughs> and you can't believe that if you, you know, growing up in Kansas and you know, what, what cow ponds look like in the Arkansas River. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not, yep. if it's not muddy, you're kind of distrustful of the water. Okay. Huh. I'll tell you what, that's all I'm used to. I just, I yeah. haven't been able to go to those exotic places. Well, I, I went because uh, my, my son was stationed down there in Pensacola for, what, three years or more? And so we got down there a couple of times. It was nice. First change. Oh, I know you've been to exotic places. You've been to, uh, I'm sure you've been to El Dorado Lake. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. The banks of the Walnut River. You know, honestly, I don't think I've ever been to El Dorado Lake. Oh, wow. I've been by it. <laughs> I'm not a fisherman. I'm not a swimmer. I, I don't boat. Yeah, I'll bet. I'll bet bathing's even a problem for you. Yeah, it's exactly right. That's why I take a shower. <laughs> Me too. Thank, thank you, Tom. I'll check with you tomorrow. Six forty-two. Stephen Ted coming up. Don Grant, CFP, the Money Tracker. He's asking another interesting question today. Ted, do cheapskates really save money? Aha. That's on the way. Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Steve and Ted in the morning, KNSS 646 here on this Tuesday, last day of January. Three big things. Local Kansas City Chiefs fans are making plans to attend the Super Bowl in Arizona. Two. A woman from Wellington is dead after a weekend of police pursuit and crash in West Wichita. One. More cops and first responders disciplined after the Memphis killing of Tyree Nichols. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. Traffic this morning here in the Wichita area. Stalled out vehicle westbound Kellogg at Webb Road. As the traffic volumes are picking up. You'll want to watch for a slowdown in the area. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS is brought to you by Joe DeBrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire, located downtown at Market and Waterman and online at carlstire.com, your home for complete car care. Partly sunny and cold today with a high of 27 degrees. Yesterday's high was 20. Mostly cloudy and cold tonight, the overnight low 12. Wednesday, mostly sunny. Tomorrow's high up to 38 degrees. Partly cloudy now, 10 degrees. We have a north wind at 6 miles per hour. KNSS weather is brought to you by the Monarch. Up-to-date events and new whiskey and bourbon releases are available 
in the Monarch newsletter. Sign up online at monarchwichita.com. Stocks closed down Monday as the Fed's interest rate decision looms. Stocks ending at near session lows as investors remain cautious ahead of potentially market-moving events this week from decisions on interest rates to earnings reports from the biggest U.S. companies. Shares of Johnson & Johnson fell after a federal appeals court rejected the consumer products and drug makers move to place its talc lawsuits into bankruptcy court. J&J said it will challenge the ruling. And Tesla, one of the worst performers of the S&P 500, despite receiving an upgrade from analyst at Berenberg, the Dow winners, Goldman Sachs, American Express, and IBM, the Dow decliners, Chevron, Johnson & Johnson, and Microsoft. The Dow falling 261 points, the Nasdaq down 228, S&P 500 down 53. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. Do cheapskates really save money? <laughs> well, you tell That's me. That's the question. Don Grant, CFE, the money tracker. Good morning, Don. Good morning, Steve and Ted. Were you, you know, aiming a barb at me, thinking I'm cheap? No, no, but, you know, a big part of my lineage is Scottish. Cheap. <laughs> Scottish, as is yours. Brutal. And it, You know, I don't like to make blanket assumption, but right. listen, it's about a particular ethnic group. But the, in the book, The Millionaire Next Door, two Ph.D. academic authors show statistics that, quote, the Scottish ancestry, ancestry group ranks second in terms of the percentage of how its clan are in the millionaire league. Oh, okay. They are frugal, and they save and invest more than their peers with the same income. Hmm. That's not a bad thing. But to a Scotsman's <laughs> defense, there is a difference between being cheapskates and being frugal. Yes. I don't know. Both are scary words. When trying to save money, there is a tendency to throw yourself into the deep end and have the frugal fail. For example, cooking at home can save money. We all agree with that. But when committing to cook at home, you may hit the grocery store to stock up. The problem arises when the food goes uncooked and is eventually tossed into the trash. Money you thought you saved is wasted. I've had that happen. You know, something on sale, but it has a shelf life. Cutting corners on maintenance for your own health and for your expense and for expensive items like a home and car, you know, skipping skipping maintenance could create bigger problems that are more expensive down the line. Now, I love shopping at Costco, it's another one, but how often do you purchase in bulk then it's not used before it goes bad? Well, have you ever signed up for a store credit card with zero percent interest and no payments for twelve months? Then forget to pay it off before that year is up. The high interest rate kicks in retroactive to day one. Hasn't happened to me. I, I paid it off. <laughs> Signing up for an introductory offer, like the first three months of Netflix free, is great if you're going to keep Netflix. But if your intention is to drop it before the three months are up, don't let it lapse. How many times have you bought something just because it's on sale when you don't really need it? I've done that. And finally, DIY projects are great, but don't kid yourself. If you don't have the skills and the tools and the time, hire a pro. It can be a lot cheaper in the long run. And, of course, if you have any questions or any ideas about <laughs> what you're cheap about, oh, well, I want to hear it. Give me a call, 267-0600. I was talking to somebody the other day, somebody, uh, you know, cheap. I, I, I don't think I'm cheap. I have... My wife and I have had X amount of dollars coming in, and we don't waste them. Good for you. It's just, uh, you know, 
Yeah. It's, it's, uh, when it comes to food, I got to. I got to clean up my plate. Ted's seen me in, in action. Huh? <laughs> he knows what I'm talking about. But uh, I think it's partially for me uh, growing up in a family where my parents were raised in the Great Depression. Yeah. Nothing was wasted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. And uh, so anything. You talk about throwing out food. Oh, that drives me crazy. Driving out, throwing out food. But yeah. It, it has to be done sometimes. There's a few items. But you know what I do is then I just make stir fry. <laughs> Exactly, and you just throw it yeah. all in there, you what know, you or or smoothies. If you have fruit that's getting a little mm-hmm. bit older, all of a sudden you just you just oh, turn, okay. it, turn yeah. it into smoothies. And if I have bananas and they're starting to go, I'll 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 chop them up and throw them in the freezer and make smoothies out of them. Well, you you know? Know. Well, good advice today. And Ted is Ted's at least part Scottish, I think, aren't you, Ted? No, oh, I thought you were. Okay, I got Irish. I thought that Stuart ah. is Stuart. Uh... He's fighting Irish. Okay. We're in his green today too. That's why we we get along so well. Scotch, Irish, right? Yeah, it's like <laughs> like it's like uh, oil and water, isn't yeah, it? Well, so far, so far we're doing okay. Today is uh, National Plan for Vacation Day. I do that every day of the year. Oh. <laughs> I kind of do mentally as well. Yeah. Mentally, where would I like to go? Yeah, yeah. or you see some fig? I like to go there. It's up yeah. in Margaritaville right now. Reminds us uh, to plan for a vacation, start of the year for the rest of the year. Early bird uh, gets uh, to pack your bags and fly away to a little fun and relaxation. Each year, Americans leave more than 600 million vacation days unused. Yeah, that's... Now, this is a part of, you know, and I've seen statistics. We all have stories in the past about how Americans are and how, you know, we, you may know some lazy people, but by and large, as a nation, we work. We uh, do. And we put a lot of hours... We don't, don't always take all our vacation. We work. Well, it's not the employee's fault often. No, oh, yeah. Well, you know, it's like, it's like well, if you go, nobody's going to do it. Yeah, that's tough. Well, but I'm required to go. Yeah, I mean, I'm required it's, to it's take like, this. Uh, or, you, or you're letting down the rest of your team because your part is important. I mean, like if one of you guys leaves, somebody else has to double down. Yeah. So it's, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. it's just the way it is. It's the fact of life. All right, so plan your vacation day. I've been, Shelly is reminding me that she has promised uh, our twin granddaughters for years that we're going to take them to New York City. Oh, that'll be And fun. I don't know when it's going to be. Could be this summer, maybe, maybe not. Wow. We'll I figured in There's C- not much to do there. To travel there and <laughs> I figured to travel there and see everything. <laughs> we can leave like on a Friday night and get back by Tuesday morning or Monday morning. What do you think, Ted? I think you could. <laughs> Take a long no, weekend. I think you better okay. make it a little longer. A little than longer than that. Okay. Okay. There we go. 6.55 now. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. And 7 o'clock news coming up top of the hour. More cops and first responders now disciplined after that Memphis killing. And a woman is dead after a weekend police chase in West Wichita. That's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, member of FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Saber Wealth is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. Electrical problems can be...